Hey, thanks for hanging in there. It's Mile High Magazine, and I am Murphy Houston. Again, happy Sunday. Hope you're having a great morning. Got a great conversation coming up. I'm going to be talking to the executive director of Hog Haven Farm. We welcome in Aaron Brinkley-Burghardt. Aaron, thanks for joining us on uh, Mile High Magazine. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm excited. No, I'm excited. Because I've never heard of Hog Haven Farm and this whole thing you've got going out there. And I'm sure there's a lot of listeners right now in Denver that don't know about Hog Haven Farm, too. So talk about it. Well, how did it start? What are you doing? So Hog Haven Farm is a nonprofit pig rescue and sanctuary. Uh, we've been around for just over seven years. Started in Denver. Uh, my husband, Andrew, and I got a pet pig. I've had a lifelong love of pigs. So we uh, got our first pet pig uh, almost nine years ago, and she totally changed our lives. We realized that the need for pig rescue is actually huge in Colorado. So we decided to try our hands at pig rescue, and there's no looking back. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny how things just happen in your life, isn't it, Aaron? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> so let's talk about these pigs. It's a pet pig, though, right? It's not like the big ones we see on big farms. That's correct. So there's a few different names out there for them. Um, Pot-bellied pig, miniature pig. There's no such thing as a teacup pig, but a lot of these guys are sold under the presumption that they're going to stay small. Right. And they don't. So a miniature pig is anything under 300 pounds. Wow. That's still pretty big. It is. But when you think about the pigs on the farm, uh, they can get upwards of a thousand pounds. So if you're comparing a 300-pound pig to a 1,000-pound pig, that's actually quite small. Oh, yeah, I guess you you're right. you look at them side by side. Yeah, yeah exactly. Now, do p- people actually have pigs that size as pets? That's correct. Really? And that's a big thing around Denver. I've never seen a pet pig at anybody's house. They're actually quite common, more common than you'd think. And Denver is a pig-friendly city, so uh, there there are benefits to pig ownership and being in denver you do have to have a permit but you can have pet pigs in denver that's crazy so at uh, hog haven farm i mean you rescue pigs do you real rehabilitate them if people are having trouble they drop them off to you do you educate them how's that all work or educate people yeah so our mission statement is to rescue rehabilitate and educate um our primary focus these days is to rescue the pigs that have no options so pigs that are abandoned in shelters pigs that are found astray pigs that have uh, life-threatening medical concerns, and we focus on making sure that they're healthy, that they're able to live their best possible life, and the ones that we can adopt, we do try to find forever homes for. And, that, and that's big in Denver. I mean, you must cover the whole state. I can't imagine there's a lot of pig rescues out there. Yeah, we're one of three in the state of Colorado. Uh, we're the closest to Denver. We're about an hour east of Denver uh, out on the plains. And we're the largest pig rescue in the state. So we're currently home to 133 pigs. Oh, my. And a total of 150 rescued animals. So not to get too personal, Aaron, but what's your day like? Uh, It's very busy. (laughs) (laughs) I can only imagine. So I'm the primary caretaker of all of these guys. Uh, I I feed them twice a day. I water them multiple times a day. make sure that they're getting the proper vet care that they need, proper socialization that they need. In addition to all the caretaking, I do all of the administrative duties for Hog Haven Farm as well. So I do the social media posts, respond to emails, respond to phone calls, all of that stuff. Well, I know you mentioned your husband. Do you have children? 
Uh, just the pigs. <laughs> well, that's a big family. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> well, well, how'd you learn so much about pigs? I mean, how'd that start? Just throwing myself into it. Um, ever since I was a little girl, pigs have been my favorite animal. I couldn't tell you why. I never met one until we got our first pet pig. Uh, her name's Pippi. And just a lot of trial and error and immersing myself in pig world is kind of how <laughs> all of my education came about. Well, I, I can't even imagine. So if somebody's interested in adopting a pig, is it like any other shelter? Like you go for dogs and cats, you come out, you look at the pigs, you kind of hang out with them, that kind of thing? Uh, in a way, yes. We're pretty strict with adoption. So we want to make sure that the pig fits your lifestyle and your personality versus having people look at a picture of a pig and want to come out and adopt. Uh, we're very firm believers that the pigs pick their people. We've seen that time and time again. So we have an adoption application on our website, have people fill that out, do a little bit of a pre-screening process where we make sure that you're properly zoned, uh, that your fencing is adequate for having a pet pig in your backyard, uh, that your housing situation is adequate for a pet pig because their needs are a little bit different than a dog or a cat. They're more like having a toddler. Uh, they do reach the intelligence of a four-year-old human, so they can be quite resourceful getting into things inside the home. <laughs> uh, so, so we do a thorough screening to make sure that not only is the adopter prepared, but is their setup adequate to handle a pet pig. Did, and then after the pre-screening, we invite folks to come out and meet the pigs. And you said the pig picks out who they want to go to. They, like, walk right up to them. They have a sense that this is where I want to go? Absolutely. Wow. Who knew? Yeah. Well, I've heard that pigs are pretty smart, and you agree with that. Oh, they're incredibly smart, which is good and bad. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Pretty wise, I would imagine. So if, yeah. if somebody adopts a pig, do they have to have a certain size yard? Do they take them inside or have a, they stay outside? Do they, do they talk to their neighbors about it? It really depends on where the person lives. Um, a lot of the uh, suburbs in the Denver metro area do allow for pigs. There are a few uh, areas that do not. But um, we do require that people be a homeowner versus a renter because a lot of landlords are not going to want a pet pig in their house. Right. Uh, we do require that you don't live in a condo or townhome. Uh, and that you do have a house with an adequate yard, because outside time is very important for pigs. Oh, sure, like they most pets, explore the world with their snout. Absolutely, yeah. Pet. So they nose around the yard. Do they, you know, snort and dig and do all that kind of stuff? Some of them will do some rooting. That's a pretty natural behavior for pigs. Uh, they love to graze, so they'll trim your lawn. They'll <laughs> eat some of the weeds. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they really and become. They love to sunbathe. Oh, I'll bet. Well, a lot of people do. They can just fit right in with families. I can see how that is right successful. <laughs> so, I know a lot of times when you adopt a dog or a cat at any shelter, they always talk about neutering and spay. You do that same thing with pigs? We do. Uh, we have a 100% neuter and spay rate. So, every pig that's currently on site is fixed. And part of that is to uh, promote no breeding because there's so many unwanted pigs in this world that we don't want to contribute to that problem. Um, and actually, there's a statistic out there that only 2 to 5% of all pet pigs stay in one home their entire life. Is that right? So that further pushes the need for fixing these animals and making sure that breeding is not going out of control. 
So um, how long does a pig live? What's the average lifespan? These little guys can live uh, an average of 20 years. 20 years? Holy cow. Yep. That's... So it's a lifetime commitment, really. Yes, it is. In fact, you could pass it on to your kids when they grow up, I suppose. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> oh, well, I would imagine the kids and families get uh, hooked on a pig as well as they do a dog or a cat, don't they? Even more so uh, in our experience, pigs just have a level of affection with humans that dogs and cats don't quite have. They're avid snugglers. They like to be the big spoon or little spoon. Um, they'll <laughs> climb up on the couch and sit with you while you're watching TV. They're very social creatures, so they do enjoy human companionship. Well, and you know, a lot of families get more than one dog or cat. Is that advisable with a pig to get more than one? It actually is because pigs are herd animals, so they do best if they have a buddy that speaks their same language that they can hang out with. And wow. in our experience, it's easier to have two than it is to have one. Well, they become good friends. They're family together, I would imagine. Exactly. Yes, exactly. What do they eat? There's actually a pig chow out there. So we feed ours a pot pig ration. Um, it's a grain-based pellet, and they get that twice a day. And you could get that at probably any feed store. Feed stores, yeah. Some um, of the bigger commercial stores like Walmart carry pig food. Wow, I never knew that. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, it... And they'll also eat pretty much any snack, so fruits and veggies. <laughs> oh. um, they are omnivores, but a well-rounded diet is primarily vegetarian or vegan for these guys and no table snacks like with regular pets uh preferably not because they are prone to obesity so they do need a pretty well-regulated diet and i'm surprised i'm going to back up a little bit here oh by the way we're talking with uh, aaron brinkley burghardt the executive director of hog haven farm about adopting pigs and a lot of people apparently do that here in denver but you say you find stray pigs. Is it kind of like, again, I refer back to dogs and cats, that people just let them go because they can't take care of them or they don't want them, they just let them go? Yep. Oh, or they escape, um, they're, especially if they're not fixed. Uh, male pigs specifically are known to be quite the avid escape artists when they're not neutered. So that can cause pigs to become stray um, and a lot of times when they escape, homeowners do the bare minimum of trying to find their pig. Wow. That's, yeah, once it's gone, it's gone kind of thing? Yep. Oh, well, I can't imagine walking down and finding a pig just walking around loose. That'd be rather surprising. <laughs> You'd be surprised at how frequently that happens. <laughs> well, how do people, what do people do if they find a stray pig? Reach out to you, I would imagine. How do they do that? Reach out to us or local animal shelters. Um, we've got a pretty good relationship with a lot of the shelters in the Denver metro area. And when they get stray pigs, they tend to call us for help. Do you have a website? We do. We saw you like, get a lot of social uh, networking there. So give us the information we need. Yeah. So um, our website is hoghavenfarm.org. You can also find us on social media. We've got an Instagram account at Hoghaven Farm, Facebook, same thing, at Hoghaven Farm. And then we have a Patreon uh, social media platform that you subscribe, so you make a monthly donation, and you can donate as little as $5 a month to however much you want to receive exclusive content, so things that we don't publish to Facebook or Instagram. Well, it sounds like uh, 
you do a lot of the work, all of it, Aaron. Uh, do you take in volunteers to help you? Would that be like a, a family project to go out to Hoghaven Farm and help with the pigs? We do. Um, through like May through September, we offer volunteer orientation where we have people come out for a few hours, kind of show them the ropes of the work that we regularly need help with, uh, teach them how to interact with pigs. A lot of our volunteers that come out for the first time have never been around a pig. So teaching that uh, uh, proper interaction is important. And then folks can just schedule with us after they attend orientation to come out and uh, spend time volunteering. Well, that would be great. What an experience it would be for a bunch of city slickers, huh? I know, right? <laughs> Holy cow. We do have uh, age restrictions uh, just because of the nature of the work. So 12 years old is the youngest volunteer that we'll accept with parent supervision. Well, that's not so bad. That's a, a pretty good yeah. range right there. And I'm curious, obviously, what you're doing to help these pigs out at Hoghaven Farm costs a lot of money. How do you get your money? Do you get donations or grants, or how does that work? 100% through donations. Uh, there's not a lot of grants out there for the work that we're doing, unfortunately. Um, so we do fundraising events. We try to have in-person events both at our location and at like breweries um, and different event centers in the Denver metro area. COVID, unfortunately, put some restrictions on our public fundraising opportunities. But, sure, I'll bet. Um, we are actively working to do some holiday pop-up markets in December, and we'll post that information on both our website and on social media once we have dates available. Well, you're busy. I don't know how you keep up with all that and 130 pigs. I'm a workaholic, man. I, I, yes. <laughs> um, I am not shocked at that. Can people just come out and visit and look around and see what the pigs are all about and maybe become interested in adopting? We do have uh, private tours available, so folks can reach out to us via email to schedule a private tour. We ask for a donation of $20 per person for private tours, and we'll guarantee an hour block for up to 10 people. Wow, you are well organized. It's Hog Haven Farm. What's your location? You must have an address. Um, our address is not public just because we don't want people bringing pigs and dumping them here. Oh, good point. Um, good point. So when you schedule a tour, we, we will send out the address, but we're located in Deer Trail, okay. Colorado. Oh, I know where that is. Hour east sure. That's a nice little area out there. I like that place. So listen, give me the uh, email address again, not the email, but your website again so we can uh, get some info out and maybe get some help for you. Oh, I'm sorry. Murphy, I'm sorry. My connection just went bad. Okay, you're good now. I hear you now. So I just okay. I just need your website again. Website is hoghavenfarm.org. Well, Aaron Brinkley Burkhardt, congratulations on what you're doing to save the pigs out there at Hoghaven Farm. And thanks for coming on Mile High Magazine. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Anytime. And you guys, too, enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for listening to Mile High Magazine, and we'll be back next weekend.